wait, kids. You're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact... Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Happy Mother's Day to all you mother Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terminology that I've been using, such as gated photon emission computed tomography and happy Mother's Day. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, I think that's a haiku, right? Uh, our producer, Cameron? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a palindrome. I don't... I'm not sure. I, I, I yeah, think you have... if you do our producer, Cameron, and if you were to flip that around, it should be um, our... Your produce, uh, produce, producer Cameron. It's palindrome. I don't. Yes, I don't. I don't think so. But I, I could be wrong. So, so that's Cameron. It's at least a haiku. If it's not a palindrome, it has to be a haiku, right? Doesn't it have to be one or the other? Yes. I don't. I don't know that it's forced. Like I don't know that that's a default for anything. Like I don't. I don't even think it's a pun, which I think is the loosest of in any case so cameron here. well you're not a word doctor anyway so whatever so so cameron is so dedicated to making sure that our podcast stays relevant that when he heard that mother's day was coming up he began talking in a more matronly voice and driving whatever kids he could find to soccer practice um and cameron how's that been going it's been going really well um it's been very lucrative for sure um, I, I think, you know, obviously this came from a form of jealousy. There's no, there's not a single day celebrating me. I mean, well, there's, there's my birthday, but I'm there's sorry. not like a Cameron day. And so these mothers get these days, these fathers get these days, even these people who talk like a pirate get these days. And for me, I would just like my own day. So I feel like if I could steal a day from someone else, that would be the easiest thing to do. And that, so that's the path that I've, I've gone down. I'm a okay. thief. I'm a bad boy. We've already, that's been established on the show. I'm a bad boy. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so one thing, you said it's lucrative. Uh, are you charging oh, the children yeah. to, to have a ride to soccer practice? If they want to get out of the car, they have to give me whatever's on them. And so a lot of times when these kids are going to soccer practice, if they haven't eaten yet or whatever, their parents will give them 10 bucks. They'll be like, oh, just like, 
uh, there's a concession stand there. Just get something while you're there. Or, you know, oh, just, you know, uh, maybe the kids go to CeCe's afterwards, CeCe's Pizza. And so their parents gave them some bucks. I get to keep all that. Otherwise, they can't get out. So, so it's kind of like a threatened kidnapping if they don't pay you. Well, it's there's no there's no threatening. It's a it's a lock it's a locking mechanism. So it's not like there has to be any th- threatening. It's just this is the this is a car lock. It is going to stay in that position until it receives all the money that your parents have given you, and then it'll just pop up. But regardless, I'm expecting a lot of presents on Mother's Day. And so I'm extremely excited to have co-opted this holiday for myself. Okay, I so I should I should clarify that so Mother's Day is usually when we celebrate the mothers in our lives and motherhood in general, rather than like you know trying to take it on for ourselves. Is in any case, um, I think it should celebrate all mothers, not just mothers from the hood. Yes. Okay, that's that's fair and. I meant motherhood in terms of the, I guess, the occupation, like being a mother, you know. But um, in any case, to all of the moms out there, we celebrate you. Thank you for, you know, birthing us. Also with us is Did You Do in the House? I'm a thief. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. Yes. I'm a thief. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. Nope. I'm a thief. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. Yes. That's been established on the show. I don't think so. I'm a bad boy. Loud noises! I'm a thief, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. I'm a thief, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. I'm a thief, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. And later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest. So look forward to that. Uh, Before we move on, though, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this note in my lab coat after I got it back from the dry cleaners. The note reads, quote, Girl to the right is gorgeous. I do not agree with tattoos, though. You won't be buried in the right cemetery. Better buy your plots now. End quote. So, first of all, I would like to thank you so much for uh, reaching out to us here at the Jock Talk podcast. Yes. Um, To answer your question... I'm unsure about the connection between tattoos and and burial plots, uh, but I certainly hope that there is no you know discrimination going on in that regard. Well, I think I think I think it's in the Jewish tradition that if you have a tattoo, you're buried in a different. You can't be buried in whatever official area. You have to be buried in a different spot. But I think for that, I think for, in your case, because you're not Jewish. I think in your case, it's just it doesn't seem that relevant because you, with all the all the people that you kind of botch and mess up, you just throw them in a pile out back. They don't seem to get buried at all. They kind okay, of well, they stack up. I mean, that's the opposite of being buried. Six feet under, that's like twelve feet high. Okay, well, I I didn't want to bring a I didn't realize there was this sort of religious aspect. Uh, in any case, th- thank you to this listener for listening. Um, and now, normally, we would uh, I would share a tale from the clinic, uh, from from hospital life, but Cameron has actually been introducing some tips for uh, ways to manage during the quarantine, 
Um, and he really wanted to uh, take, take a big part of the education aspect of this show. So he has some helpful tips for us. Cameron's coronavirus tips. Cameron's coronavirus tips. Cameron's coronavirus tips. That's right, Dr. London. Over the last few weeks, we've talked about uh, a lot of different ways at first to avoid the virus, then how to handle the virus, and then how to sort of live in this new world in a post-virus world. Um, Not truly post-virus, but I guess post-lockdown. And first, you know, we talked about the quarantine submarine. This was a submarine that you would use to get to the bottom of the ocean or maybe the bottom of a YMCA pool to avoid the virus. Then we talked about the quarantine trampoline, which allowed you to bounce away from the virus as quickly and as high as possible. Then we talked about the quarantine mezzanine, which, you know, a mezzanine is sort of like on the second floor of a building, but it's not really a second floor. But regardless, it's just too high for the virus to get to. And so we were having parties and stuff up there. And then next, we talked about the quarantine sorry, in between. But do we need to hear each of these, like, mm-hmm. recapped to understand? Because they all seem separate enough that, Mm-mm. like, not related enough to necessarily need... So then we talked about the quarantine in between, which was sort of a elevated plane that I had moved to once I have sort of defeated the virus. Then it became the quarantine cave and stream. These are the caves and streams that you decided to move into post-quarantine, such as we all did and have done. And then we talked about the okay, quarantine and I, rice and beans. This is just about eating yeah. rice and beans, just tonny rice and beans. Good place, good thing to have. It's healthy. Uh, It's cheap, good for quarantine, good for not quarantine. Now, today, Dr. London, we're going to talk about the quarantine limousine. Now, ideally, during this quarantine, you weren't wasting the entire quarantine. You were investing like everyone else was. So hopefully you've been investing in Zoom. Hopefully you've been investing in, uh, I don't know, like mask companies. Hopefully you've been investing in Lysol and hand sanitizer and maybe like Quibi and these kind of things that have been making tons of money lately. And so now it's time to live it up. Now, I know you're living in a cave, but it, you can have the biggest and raddest cave. And here's the thing. Here's the advantage to being extremely wealthy is that everything you can purchase gets to be super big, which means you get to create more space So you can still maintain social distancing wherever you go and wherever you live. So you have the biggest cave. You have the biggest pool. You can still be far away from all your friends. You've got a quarantine limousine. It's stylish. You get to, you know, strut around town. And it's not really a town. It's just more of a connected cave system. So you get to strut around the connected cave system that you live in now. And you you get to go around. And you get to have your friends in your limousine with you while still maintaining social distancing. So it's the quarantine limousine. Okay, I guess part of my problem here is I don't live in a cave, and I think most people still just live, you know, either wherever they were living. That is a huge problem. That don't. That's not just part of your problem. That is your main problem is that you do not yet live in a cave. You you should have taken care of that weeks ago. Yeah, I just I already lived somewhere. That that was the problem. So yeah, but it was not in a cave. It was. It's not near a stream. So it's not really living in this post-virus world. Well, see, it. Okay, okay. So you're you're saying your advice, your tip for people is 
that they should um, just that they should have already invested wisely before this crisis happened and profited from it. Well, we just we talked about two weeks ago when we were talking about the quarantine cave and stream that money is no longer relevant in this world. It's shares that you have in tech startups. That's the only thing that matters. So, you know, you and your neighbor, Grug Grug, you're exchanging tools to start a fire in your cave, or you're exchanging spears to hunt. Um, instead of, you know, giving each other dollar bills with these presidents that don't matter anymore, you know, we're giving each other uh, shares of Snapchat, or shares of Heads Up, or shares of, um, you know, Flappy Bird. So, I guess... So I haven't seen that change happening. That that's I guess been the issue for me, is it's been. Yeah, because you don't have your ear to the ground. Instead, you've got your head up your. Oh, okay, and maybe it's because I I've been social distancing so much that I'm, I'm I guess just from my experience, I've still had to pay using, you know, uh, my my debit card. Oh man, I wish it was that easy still. Oh man, I wish it was that easy still. I had to go, I had to acquire shares in Pixa. I don't even know what that is. And then I had to exchange that just to get a piece of gum. Yeah, that that sounds much more difficult than than reality requires. Yeah, it really is. All right, yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's a good time to move on anyway. Now for today's medical topic, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a typically autosomal dominant condition in which a sarcomere mutation results in septal hypertrophy that prevents outflow of blood, or at least proper outflow of blood, from the left ventricle of the heart, which is the left lower chamber. Patients are classically young athletes presenting with shortness of breath or syncope, also known as fainting, fainting um, on exertion. They may also have um, family history of sudden cardiac death. And so another classic example would be some young athlete who they're playing sports and then they just drop dead. Classic example. Yeah. One of the most classic things in American culture is, is athletes playing sports. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And, and so this example would be they, they, they die suddenly and you know they seem perfectly mm-hmm. young and healthy, but it's because of this septal hypertrophy in the heart. So clinically, these patients may present with shortness of breath on exertion. Um, Don't you think you're taking this all like too seriously? Taking what? Like why are you make just like you're making all of this into like a big deal? I don't know all the stuff you're talking about your heart. And these young kids dying and stuff. It don't you think? I just kind of aren't you just taking it like just like chill? Okay, and so for it just seems like you're it seems like you're making a mountain out of a mole man. Well, to these you know to the patients who deal with this, it's actually you know potentially life changing how it affects them. So that's one reason why I try to you know give it a little bit of weight, but um. You know, clinically, they present with shortness of breath and exertion, chest pain. Patients don't want a doctor that's going to be like, oh, you're going to die. Oh, everything is so serious. Life's so serious. No one ever hangs. They want a doctor that they can chill with and then they can, like, have a beer with. And I think, like, again, it just seems like you're making a mountain out of a mole man. 
Yeah, I. It's really so. So the doctor-patient relationship is more based on you know they're, they're paying me to treat them. That's really the uh, like I'm there to help them with their their illness, and so it's not usually a social call. Just seems like you're taking it a little too seriously. But go ahead, yeah. whatever. So, so these patients can also present with um, syncope uh, after exertion or the Valsalva maneuver, um, and that's where you kind of like whenever you're little, you hold your breath or you, like you <gasps> take a breath and then you hold your nose and you like you you know you bear down a little bit. Um, that's what the Valsalva maneuver is. Uh, they can also present with sudden death, like I said, um, unauscultation which means listening with a stethoscope. These patients will have a loud S-force. So this is sort of instead of SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, this is more like sudden big boy death syndrome. Yeah, or, or young man Because instead syndrome. of an infant, it's like a big boy. Yeah, like, well, it's usually a young athlete is the classic example, but it could be in a, in, in a big boy as well. Yeah. I guess comparatively, I'm not sure this is necessarily the best, you know, cause sudden infant death syndrome has less specific pathological, uh, traceable issues. Whereas this one, you can actually do something about it. So, um, anyway, uh, so these patients will have a loud S4 sound, a systolic ejection murmur best heard at the left lower sternal border that increases with Valsalva and standing and decreases in intensity with squatting, lying down or leg raise. Uh, and this is due to the decreased outflow obstruction. So hypertrophic cardiomyopathy actually sounds similar to aortic stenosis, except that these positions would have the opposite effect on how loud the murmur is. Patients may also have uh, rapidly increasing carotid pulse with two upstrokes. Uh, definitive diagnosis is with echocardiogram, which is an ultrasound of the heart, uh, and that's you know paired with clinical diagnosis and family history. Treatment. But I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Like people, people want to have like a fun Saturday. You know what I mean? And so they go to your doctor office and they like kind of want to hang out and they want to chill. And you're making them do these like sonograms or monograms or whatever you're talking about, mammograms. Don't you think they want to just like have a good time while they're there and like not waste their Saturday with some guy just babbling on, just being like, "Oh, let me scan you. Oh, can I please scan you?" Wait, do you do you think that people go to go to the my office to hang out on a saturday that that's my you haven't been advertising that way have you that your office is just a great place to hang of course i've been advertising it that way cuz it should be it should have that kind of atmosphere see and you're in, you're you're turning away customers by being so desperate and thirsty being like oh can i take your blood let me take your blood dude i got to take your blood Oh, let me take your temperature. Well, so those, we, we really just take the temperature. Well, that that we take with every, you know, appointment, just taking vitals. But then also taking their blood and whatever, that's, you know, to figure out a specific diagnosis, depending on the person. Uh, but anyway, treatment is with beta blockers. People are just there to, like, have a couple beers, and you're like, oh, get in this machine. Get in this big, like, spaceship-looking machine that you slide into. Oh, and... It, it's like, dude, people are there just have a beer. I guess... I guess that hasn't been my experience so much. Most people don't come in wanting to have a beer, as far as I am aware. Whatever. I don't care anymore. 
Okay, well, so treatment is with beta blockers and avoiding dehydration. So these athletes are really not allowed to get their heart rate up. Uh, treatment can also be with alcohol ablation or myectomy. Um, that's cutting out that part of the heart that's overgrown. Um, another potential treatment may be uh, pacemaker implantation, but that you know that depends on the clinical scenario. Uh, and, and for the record, like I do try to make it a relaxing atmosphere whenever people come to the clinic. It's just not. It's not really a have a beer kind of atmosphere. Oh, dude, let me let me just put this puffy thing on your arm so I can like read some numbers about your like cholesterol or your whatever, your like blood pressure or whatever. Oh, dude, let me just do that. Let me just swipe this thing on your forehead for one second. Yeah. So that's just those. That's just taking vitals, is what you're describing. I think. Oh, it's like people are there to hang. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and that's. Anyway, we, we try to put forth a professional environment because we're trying to be, you know, professional. In any case, we, we can move on from there. And uh, Cameron, you said that we had a guest today? That is right, Dr. London. We sure do. All right. Hello there. Uh, my name is DrLondonSmith.com, and this is our producer, Cameron. Uh, what was your name? Rev J. Rev J. Rev J. Is that... Yeah. It's short for reverend... Uh, because I'm a reverend. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say you are irreverent or a reverend? Yes. Okay. Whoa. A little bit of a naughty reverend. That's an inclusive or. Okay. Okay, well, good, good to know. So, um, is that, I guess that would answer my, you know, maybe my first question, which is, uh what what do you do what what brings you here rev j yes well i'm a a traveling nomad and i just um i came across your podcast on spotify when i was wandering through spotify and i just had to reach out had to say namaste Namaste. Okay. Wow. And so, whenever you say you're, because you're 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 calling yourself a nomad, like well, that's a title, as opposed well, yes. to like reverend. No, nomad or, is like, more which, informal. Which your, um, so thing that I call myself reverend is actually on the certificate that I got online from the Universal Life Church monastery oh oh yeah i'm a cardinal there oh like the bird they they actually let you choose your own title believe it or not okay so and you chose rev j i guess or you chose reverend because you wanted to use the name rev j you know it's more of a chicken or the egg type of thing it's hard to say but they both sounded like an idea at the time and so I just rolled with it. Okay. So you're saying one gave birth to the other? Yes, and that that one, in turn, gave birth to another. Just kind of infinitely down in terms of your titles. Yes, exactly. One just names the next one, and it's endless. I, I do want to clarify also, you said that they let you choose any title. That is not true, because my original title was 5008. 
So when you looked at it upside down, it would look like boobs, and they let they canceled that. They let me. They didn't let me have that title. Oh, there. Okay, I should specify there is a drop down menu of pre-selected choices you could choose from. You can't just choose any yeah, old title. Trust me, I, I spent a lot of money on on fixing this. Yeah, weeks, right? Well, it's all worth it to be to be you know ordained yeah so so tell me about what well i guess for one thing what what brings you on this show because so this is actually a medical education podcast yes yes well i'm so glad that you brought that up because i was just doing a personal reading of your auras each of your auras and i noticed that there was an imbalance in your solar plexus chakras Both of you, in fact. And I just wanted to... <gasps> yeah, it, it's okay. It happens all the time. <gasps> Chakras just go out of balance every... What do I... You know, it, it's this... it can just happen. And But there's, not, there's no reason to freak out because I have some exercises it... that will help that bring that chakra back into that line. Tell me, Nomad Reverend, is it fatal? Absolutely not fatal. Thank you. You don't have to worry. Um, All it will really affect is just your day-to-day life. So there's two ways. So the only thing it will affect is just just everything in my life. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It will not. That is a relief for Cameron because he avoids doing most of those things. Anyway, so there's two ways that your solar plexus chakra. can be out of balance and that's it can be underactive or overactive now dr london i think your solar plexus chakra is underactive and that could mean you maybe have a lack of confidence low yes. self-esteem you're right. indecisive right. you're helpless yes. yep. your yes. lack of purpose yes. right okay it's okay because but um there are activities you can do to just bring that back into focus and Dr. Cameron, I, not doctor, I'm sorry. Well, uh, thank just, you, I appreciate it. I, are it's you an a honor. doctor? Now, is, now, can I, in the same, are you a doctor? In the same way that, like, Dr. Pepper is a doctor, sure. Okay. So, okay. So, so not, so like, yeah, no degree sense. to it. It's more like an honorary title for my soda. That makes more sense, then. I think, Cameron, that your solar plexus chakra is actually overactive, which means maybe you might feel a little desire for control yes. maybe overly critical or right. yes. excessive stubbornness yes. right. maybe a little bit of anger and aggression okay yes. uh, i mean maybe justified anger judgmental and well, yes 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 of course yes now i mean dr london is, does this that's okay. does this speak to no, you because no, everything he was saying about you sounded 100 percent accurate to me what he was calling you like a pathetic loser and like someone who like quits everything and someone who has like no drive and like is going nowhere or whatever he said that all rang really true I, is that something that you felt no no so i felt like i actually i feel like i have a fair amount of self-confidence that nope. kind of comes with the you know the the role of practicing medicine you have to kind of know what you're talking no you have to I don't, know what you're talking about i don't think though well enough to to convince you know a patient to follow 
you know, your direction. You're saying that it's impossible for doctors to deal with insecurity, that doctors and confidence go together. I'm not saying that that's like a definite thing. But is that your medical expertise? You know, Dr. London, that's exactly the type of indecisive lack of confidence that I'm talking about. But that's okay. Because there are things, there are activities you could do to to help with that. And now here are some list of things. For example, you could try new things. Spend time in the sun. You could do yoga for solar plexus chakras. Um... Now, here are some yoga poses you could try. The Paripurna Navasana, Tidibasana, Bharadvajasana, Surya Namaskar, and Dhyanasana. Reading these off like you've never read them before. But also, so trying new things, that, that sounds nice. Uh, going out in the sun, you know, we all, we can all use some vitamin D probably. Um, so, so those sound like, yes. you know, actual good, healthy advice. Uh, I don't know how much... So you say that doing these general healthy things will help... Oh, well, but there's more that you have to do, though, actually. Okay. Um, there's also some affirmations that you have to say. Now, here's some solar plexus chakra in mind affirmations that speak to that you can say now repeat these after me okay i love and accept my house which which one of this is which one of us is repeating this oh both sorry could you repeat it oh so wait is there are there not different exercises for different because it sounds like me and london have opposite issues right they're opposite issues but they're they're healed by the same um brought back to the middle manner of thinking yeah they're just both kind of like a magnet yeah whoa and then yeah that's wild well and i should clarify here cameron before we do this that this this isn't one of those what's that one movie where they switch bodies if they say the same thing like I just want to clarify because I know you. Every time we have to say something in unison, this becomes an issue. We're not going to switch bodies. I want to. Oh, are you talking about sideways? No, no. Uh, free uh, Friday. Freddie got fingered. No. Friday night light. Friday night lights. Yeah. Freaky the movie, not Friday. The show. Freaky Friday. The movie version. So, I mean, Dr. Linden, I can promise you I'm not going to uh, coach high school football. I'm not going to teach you how to, you know, get through your 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 problems at home through allegories like fo- about football. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I just No Friday Night Lights, funny business is going on here. Okay. I just I just wanted to to, to clarify this before, like, in case you reacted somehow. Okay, so what are we supposed to say? So now repeat after me these five phrases. I love and accept my house. I, I love, love and, and accept, accept my, my house. house. I am authentic. I am, I am autistic. I feel my own powers. I feel my own I powers. I feel myself. I am free to choose in any situation. I am free to choose free in any to situation. Anything that I want. I direct my own life. 
I I've directed forty two movies. Yes. So So these so saying those phrases plus doing generally healthy things aligns your chakras. Are we fixed then? Nope. Next is we take a crystal, um, specifically a tiger's eye crystal. Okay. And if you if you don't have that, then Not any object that is yellow, any object that is yellow will work also. Well, I, th- I actually have some interesting science about this. And Dr. Lennon, maybe you can speak to this as a doctor, is that you should have yellow inside of you at all times because of your your pp could you speak to the medical truthness of that dr london because of your what i'm sorry i missed that last word a pp okay so so i mean just to let you know you do have something yellow inside of you at all times like your your adipose tissue tends to tends to have a yellowish tinge, tinge to it uh your pancreas also has a yellow color to it. Um, so you don't have to bring things in, but so, so your urine is colored by uh, bilirubin. Uh, you know, that's from the, from the breakdown of uh, r- red blood cells and things. So you do have those things in your body, but that's not, mm-hmm. you don't need to try to, to make yourself yellow. If I can just speak to that point okay. right there. Now, that's interesting and very fascinating because the um, urine is held, it's stored in the body roughly around the same area as the solar plexus chakra, which is right behind your belly button. And it just so happens that that chakra is also yellow in color. Each chakra is a different color, so it kind of makes a rainbow. But you have to be able to view it in spiritual dimensions, not in and not in the ultraviolet sense. So, so you can... Doctor, Dr. London's not going to get this. He's going he's gonna to question you, and he's going to be condescending about it because Dr. London doesn't believe in this kind of stuff. He's always like, show me the data. Let me check your forehead. Let me look at... Let me, let me, let me take your blood. He doesn't understand things on a, on a further spiritual level. Well, th- Isn't that right, Dr. London? Oh, I think part of the issue is that I have seen, you know, bodies c- cut open before. And so far, I have not seen these chakras. But you're talking about it like it's a very specific thing in a very specific place and color. Yes. And that's the great thing. I think you'll agree with me here, Dr. London, about science is that you, you don't have to believe in the science for it to be actually happening and doing its thing yes exactly like electricity absolutely okay. and gravity yeah and the in the earth being flat yeah it i mean what you stated specifically yes is true i don't know that that principle transfers to to, to all well, things. just to chakras like to their legitimacy but oh. In any case, we I'm can... glad that you're on finally on board with the Earth being flat, though, Doctor London. This has taken weeks. Hello, I'm Doctor London Smith. I believe that the Earth is flat. Hey, hey. I believe that the Earth is flat. Whoa, whoa. I feel like that the Earth is flat. He said the Earth is flat, and you said, "Well, obviously that's true." Okay, no. What I... you're saying is true. 
I was speaking more to the idea. I I I did kind of slip that in there. And Rev J, I really appreciate this. I have been talking about this for months and months and months, and so now. For Dr. London to finally open up his mind. You know, he's talking about like, oh, I've, I've seen inside bodies and I can't see the chakra. But how are you going to see it if your eyes are closed, bro? If your eyes are still closed and you're unwilling to open them, then of course you're not going to see it. And now that maybe your eyes are open to the earth being flat and there being military presence on the outskirts of the flat earth to prevent people from getting to the edge to prove it. And all of that being true, maybe now that your mind's open about that, your mind will be open about um, this little thing behind the belly button that determines if you're like cool or not. Like they say, when your two eyes close, the third eye grows. Absolutely. It's like when you're asleep? Yes, exactly. Or blindfolded, maybe? Yep. Anytime the eyes are closed, yeah, that's where that's where you start to go. In a, when so, you're in a dream state, your, your brain is going on theta waves, which are like much deeper, and you're in your subconscious state. Dr. London, can you talk about the science behind that? The medical science behind that? behind fadeaways yeah behind like fadeaway like when you're when you're dreaming and you've got like fadeaways and like you're like kind of waving and you're kind of like vibing and you're on like your own like plane could you talk about the medical science behind that so there there are different phases of sleep um and the most famous and you know uh i guess very useful in a lot of ways is REM sleep, rapid yeah, eye easily, movement. Easily the most famous mm. part of sleep. Everyone's Rock always talking about the, 90s. the most famous well, part of sleep, REM. Well, I say it because it's the the one that people will recognize as, oh yes, I, I know that that little fact, whereas, you know, the, the different, you know, say phase two, not as famous. It doesn't have as much it's going on. Whereas REM... That has your dreams in it. Um, well, all right. Well, the point you know, is, that's... is that like the your dreams are vibing, and I think we can all establish that. And you're working on a certain wavy plane. And so, Rev J, I want to talk about you talked about um, you're sort of a nomad, but then you were also talking about how like you were sort of traveling through cyberspace. You were traveling through Spotify to find our podcast. Are you more of a digital nomad, or are you are you moving around physically? Like, where have you been going? Uh, most recently, I've been I've been all through the digital and astrological planes, but um, recently I've become more of a digital hermit and Aww. just avoiding general. Um, Digital hermit meaning meaning you stick to exactly one website and you don't venture out beyond that. That's exactly a very good way to put it. In fact, um, yes, I don't venture out as one would physically. I do not do that digitally either. I get okay. So which which website are we talking about? You know, Facebook or um Reddit. Red okay Reddit. There is. There is a lot of information on Reddit, um, a lot of theories there, so. A lot of mostly true uh, information. I actually have learned a lot from Reddit over this uh, quarantine coronavirus period. Like? 
Like, did you know that if you close your eyes and then stick your fingers in your ears, then you can just you can just say that it's not happening, and it works. What yeah. it, what, what does it do? How does it work? In what way does it work? It wins. It wins the virus. It beats it. Checkmate. Thank you. Okay, so so you go to Reddit and you travel there. Is that is that where you do your preaching as a reverend? No, I don't actually do any preaching. Um, that's more of just a formality that I go by. Okay, so that's really just just for the sake of calling yourself a rev. Yes. You're a, you're a reverend in the same sense that I'm a doctor. It, you're like a reverend pepper. That's a good way to put Ex- it, yes. Except that people don't even call Cameron doctor. And I do have a certificate also. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't doubt that. So so you're on Reddit, you're, you're traveling around digitally by, I guess, you know, you click, you click around. Um, and what, where have these journeys taken you and... Uh, I guess how does how has this helped you to find? I, I guess I'm trying to think of a way where this comes back to medicine somehow, and I'm sure. Well, it I does. just want to know what I, I really just want to know what's the nomadic part of your name, because we've gone from your well, you're a digital nomad that like searches through Spotify, but now you're a digital hermit that has never left Reddit. So where where are you tra- where are your tra- where have your travels led you? That's all that's all I want an answer to. They've led to right here. Now that is a good answer. That is a good answer. I love and that. I would like to also specify the nomad um, identification or um, self identification. I guess is more of in the physical plane not the digital one of me traveling around because i do like to travel in in the three-dimensional space i love that i do i do want to clarify one question here is there any chance that you adopted the the nomadic sort of title just because you aren't angry like no or like you're anti-anger nomad because yes I could see how and well and that's a very excellent point. That's actually how the term nomad was derived because originally they were a people that had a great civilization built and some army came in and took it and they were like, It's all chill. We'll just go find another place. It's true. And then they just never stopped because they loved traveling. And that was the real treasure was the friends that they made so they- along the way. So they would just say, and that was like, like we nomad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was, and that was kind of like me after I had lost my house, where I was kind of just like traveling from like friend's couch to friend's couch, and I would go to like a friend's couch, and then that place would burn down, and then I'd go stay on another friend's couch, and then that place would burn down. And I was kind of traveling. So you would probably, I think, you're you know, a nomadic spirit. Yes. Well, I mean, I live in a permanent place now, but I mean, I would say for a good twenty years of my life, that's how I was living. Um, and so I definitely can relate to your your lifestyle. Now I, I do want to ask. Um, I mean, so we talked about our I'm sorry, cures I'm sorry. because one, our chakras are all of, screwed one, up. One point of contrast here. So Cameron's 
pseudo nomadic thing he was angry every time whenever those houses oh yeah i was furious so that sorry i forgot to mention that i was furious that could have been because of your solar plexus chakra oh or just like because he gets that explains it whenever people clean up their dishes sometimes that upsets him uh when people like are tidy that that can really set them off yeah well, I mean, it totally explains why I did that thing and why I put that thing there and why I said that thing to that person and why I put that person in that position. It's because my chakra was messed up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It all comes down to that. So you you taught us before about these kind of words of affirmation that we tell ourselves and then these yoga positions. Is that it? I mean, is there anything else that Dr. London and I need to be doing? Yes, actually. Or are we balanced? Yeah, we got a little off track, but... Not quite balanced yet. We're like half balanced, half imbalanced. Oh. Oh. So okay. there's only a couple more things that we need to do. One is to take that um, tiger's eye crystal or any yellow object that you might have. And you're just going to, yeah. you're just going to insert that directly into your belly button. Okay, good. I thought, okay, good. That's much better. And now... The solar plexus chakra, it vibrates at 528 hertz. So, okay. I have this... Should I be measuring you, that? It's okay, because I have this Tibetan singing bowl that is tuned to 528 hertz. So, this will target the solar plexus chakra. And it's, as you can hear, that's 528 hertz. So... Okay. Now, as I pl- I'm getting 527. Oh, there's okay. There's the five. There's the 528. Okay, 528. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Now, I'm as I play this singing bowl. We're gonna take a deep breath in, and we're gonna chant Om, and we're gonna try to match that tune of 528 hertz. Okay, ready? Okay. All right. So take a deep breath in through your nose. Just. <gasps> If we if we hit it for a second, does that the longer you can hit it, the longer you can hold it, the better. The more that's just bringing that chakra into alignment. belly button getting warmer i mean i i did have to piss on my belly button but because that was the yellow object i had but oh, i that feel works. it getting I, warmer that means it's working that means it's starting to kick in now now there's no and i did say i did say om more than both of you combined i said om like a thousand times so that i mean i mean i kind of won right you yours is supercharged at this point now there's only one last thing that we have to do to lock this energy into place and that's to um we're gonna rub our hands together really fast keep going for like 10 seconds 
One. Okay, that's good. Now, separate them out. Two. And, and put your fingers together like this, like you're holding a ball in between your hands. And you should feel some warm heat energy. That's some chi energy that's pulsating between your hands. Now, just open your mouth and put that into your mouth. Swallow it down. And my hand? The, the the energy, the ball of energy oh. that was in your hands. Now it's it's going down your stomach. It's yellow in color. It's this bright yellow light, and now it's now it's in your solar Why? plexus. Why does it taste like piss? That's that's because that's what the color yellow actually tastes like. Oh. So. So is there a chance that the friction from rubbing your hands together created heat and maybe that was the heat that we were feeling whenever we rubbed our hands together like that? Um, now that's, a, that would be a scientific explanation for a phenomenon that is also taking place uh, as in quantum t entanglement in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. Well, in the okay. double slit experiment. Right, that's quantum. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and what's special also about five hundred twenty-eight hertz? It's a a digital bioholographic precipitation crystallization and miraculous manifestation of diving frequency vibrations. Wow. Okay, good to know. And for our listeners, I'm sure we can take that home and really, I I guess find a practical use take for that. Take it to heart. So, okay, so so are we at the end of it? Have we, have our chakras aligned? Yes. Now the solar plexus chakra should be firing on all cylinders and it should be perfectly all lined up. So uh, you should be feeling great Wait, right and how, now. How, how many hertz again? 528. And how okay. many cylinders was that? All of them. Is that firing on? All cylinders. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, do we flip on the chakra machine now, or whatever? Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, now everything's. It's like Christmas lights. When you plug it in, all of them light up. You know, as long as there, there's no breaks. Okay. So, um, I, I guess I, I can't really say that I feel much different but i from your read on me i'm guessing that i'm i'm aligned now i can sense a difference in your aura even if it's not something you can feel right now i definitely have seen i can see the changes taking place okay i definitely feel different because i'm covered in piss so i'm mad about that and it's a mess so i would say i mean i've, I've seen a lot of changes well, so so he's Cameron's moved further away from the the nomad situation mm. then. But you know, maybe my chakra being aligned isn't nomadic. Maybe it's yesmatic. Okay. Everyone's is different. That's science. I and since we're opposites that. on this, I guess that I would be the nomad. Yes. All right. Well. No, this has been a, I guess, a learning experience. 525,600 hertz. 
Do you right. all know about the conspiracy of 432 Hertz? No, I never... I guess we aren't really into conspiracies on this podcast normally. Well, this is one of those few p- conspiracies that is actually true. Um, now, the note that... So, the A note in all instruments back in a century ago, there used to be no standard A tuning, but... 432 hertz used to be what A was. And that resonates with the Schumann resonance. If you, That is this frequency that the Earth makes when it rotates, which is only 8 hertz, a very low frequency. 432, it resonates with the Earth. And so it's a very natural feeling frequency when we hear it. Now... The but the problem with that is is that the Earth doesn't rotate. True, Be- because it's flat. Is that yeah? Okay. It can rotate. It can rotate on that flat plane. You know, it can. Look, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I don't like to get into all these conspiracies about like what's true and what's not. Let's just accept the Earth is flat, and that's it. Well, Can we, do we have to get into these conspiracies and like, well, oh, well, music was different back then? No, music has been the same since the beginning of time, and the earth is flat. Let's accept this truth. Well, but here's where the conspiracy comes in, though. It starts with the Nazis. The, the propaganda minister for the Third Reich, Joseph Goebbels, insisted on changing the tuning of A from 432 hertz to 440 hertz in Germany because he believed it made people think and feel in specific ways, making them a prisoner of certain consciousness. And agreed. Furthermore, the, the, and this is a quote, the monopolization of the music industry features the imposed frequency that this imposed frequency that is quote, hurting populations into greater aggression, psychosocial agitation, and emotional distress, predisposing people to physical illnesses and financial impositions, profiting the agents, agencies, and companies engaged in the monopoly. Oh, is uh, is that why whenever uh, Selena Gomez comes on the radio, I get real pissed off? Is that why when yes. uh, Justin Bieber's on the radio, I'm like, yes. turn this off right now. <laughs> they're, yes, they're all tuned to 440 hertz, which is it clashes with our natural vibrations. And is that why I prefer to you know read or study without music? Very likely. Unless you are listening to some 432 hertz music, which it is out there, but it's it's hard to find. You have to look for it. Is I'm the, usually is, not. Is I'm, this why uh, when uh, when Lady Gaga comes on the radio, it makes me want to puke? <laughs> is this why uh, when Imagine Dragons comes on the radio, I want to run in the opposite direction? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is actually part of Cameron's uh, stand-up set, and you we, you triggered that. So we, I, I feel like we should stop this before it starts. I mean, uh, are, are you talking about when, when, or when, uh, when, whenever Adele comes on the radio, and I'm wanting to get the Dell out of there? <laughs> Say what? 
So, so he will just keep doing this. Oh, when Ariana Grande is on the radio, I want to. I want to. Um, let's see. Grande means big. So I want to Starbucks. Yeah, order something. a small. A kid size, yeah. Order a kid okay. size. She's okay. small. Maybe that's. Well, all of that is to say, um, I tuned my guitar to 432 hertz, and I brought it along with me, and I was wondering if I could play a song. It's from. It's a yoga song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have some music can be you know soothing and healing for people. All right. Would you like to sing along? These are how the words go. Ready? May the long time sun. May the long time sun. Shine upon you. Oh. Shine upon you. All love surround you. Maybe maybe we'll just hear it. (laughs) And the the pure light within you. And I'm pure, not a woe. It's the guy on your way home. Okay, ready? And if you found uh, me sound. Okay. It sounds like we are. Yeah, okay, ready? May the long. Zippa zippa zop. Zoba daba doo. Zuba dooba daba dee ba dee ba dee ba dee. Zaba A waza waza wa. A zika zaka zita da da doo 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 Alright Well uh, that was great. And normally, uh, I see, you, you know, you guys have a sort of a drum circle starting up. So I think that'd be a time where maybe it's best to leave this, you know, off the podcast because we are a medical education podcast. Uh, but great to, to hear that and to get a taste of that frequency. Um, that was some sonic thank you. medicine. Yeah, thank you, yeah, too. Thank you. I feel, like I said before, I feel very warm. I feel very collected. I'm very pissed off. I think everything is like correct. You might you know? feel a little bit of a warm, tingly feeling. That's that's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yeah, there's a, just a huge mess everywhere. Uh, it's gonna take hours to clean up. That's perfect. Your chi is popping off. I love it. All right. Uh, thank you to Rev J for being on the podcast. Uh, Rev J, do you have any um, any way for listeners to follow you or keep up with you outside of uh, outside of the podcast, or are you primarily you know nomadic and staying off the grid? Well, I also have uh, I also deliver packages for FedEx, so you might see me on your porch. Other than that, you're just gonna have to chase me down. Okay. All right, and uh, thank you to our producer Cameron also for you know, helping to, uh, I guess, you know, provide the equipment for the podcast. That's really his main role here and finding guests. And thank you, Dr. London, for finally embracing uh, this sort of this this sort of new science that you usually try to push out and embracing that the earth is flat and embracing that the chakras are real and you're 
you're finally opening up to these things. Thank you, Dr. London. That it's very this has been a very special day for me. <sighs> okay. And thank you to Digital in the House. It's a, a digital bioholographic precipitation crystallization and miraculous manifestation of diving frequency vibrations. And that resonates with the Schumann resonance. If you, that is frequency the frequency that the earth makes when it rotates. Which is only 8 hertz. Very low frequency. 432 frequency vibration. My name is DrLondonSmith.com and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. You laugh gleefully as you pass one child after another, kicking the ball ahead. One child stands directly in your path. And whether or not this was by their own intention, you are not willing to condone such an impediment to your course. So you physically pick up and violently throw this child to the side as you run, still kicking the ball ahead of you. Finally, you begin to slow down, out of breath, and pick up the ball. The cashier asks, will that be all? And you grin ear to ear with the knowledge of such a successful trip to Walmart. Oh yes, you reply. Speaking of reasons to grin, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog podcast in which you describe the human impediments that you have encountered while doing some essential shopping. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Dog podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdogpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Dog Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.